Reformed Church. Luke 11, verse number 33, King James Version says, No man, when he has lighted a candle, right, or you could say lit a candle, when he has lighted a candle, uh, puts it in a secret place, neither under a, bush, a bushel, um, but on a candlestick, that they which come in may see the light. It says in verse number 34, the light of the body is the eye. It says, therefore, when your eye is single, the whole body is full of light. But when, the, uh, but when your eye is evil, uh, your, whole bo- your, your body also is full of darkness. Take heed, therefore, verse number 35, take heed, therefore, that the light which is in you be not darkness. Verse number 36, if your whole body, therefore, be full of light, having no part dark, the whole shall be full of light, as when the light shining of a candle does give thee light. Right Now, there is quite a bit there, <laughs> all right? There's quite a bit there. Um, so just to just start breaking it down a little bit at a time so we can get what, um, what this is saying, right? Uh, in, in summary, just to kind of summarize this for you, um, the, the Lord is talking about here about, about the gospel, and he is talking about our minds and our hearts, right, and our receiving, he's also talking about. But um, so in verse number 33, let's go back up. He says, no man when he has lighted a candle, no man when he has lit a candle, puts it in a secret place, uh, neither under a bushel, but on a candlestick. So uh, something to know there is the word candle there is the same word as uh, light that's used later on or lamp, right? So you can say candle and lamp are both the same thing, right? It's actually the exact same word. It's just translated two different ways, right? If you click on that word candle there, the, the Greek word there is lychnos, lychnos, I think it is, L-Y-C-H-N-O-S, lychnos. And if you were right in, the, in, that, in that same chapter, um, if you were to click on verse number 34, it says the light of the body. So in verse number 33, it talks about lighting a candle. And in verse number 34, it says the light of the body. That's actually the same word. The word candle and the word light is actually the same thing. Some translations, I think the New King James, and I'll try to go to the New King James, I think says lamp and translates it both the same way. So yeah, in the New King James Version, it says no one, no one when he has lit a lamp and then verse number 34 says the lamp of the body, right? So going back to King James again. So what that's telling you there is that the, 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 when, when uh, no man, it says, when, when he has lit a candle or lit a lamp, um, puts, the, that, uh, puts that light, right? In other words, I, I know this may seem, um, you know, this is, this is actually, I mean, he's explaining what I'm, what I'm going to say here may sound, may sound almost like common sense, but he's actually defining those things. He says, he, he, he's calling, uh, lighting a candle, he calls that light, right? L- lighting a candle, he's calling that light. So he says, no one, when he has lit a candle, which then means that it's enlightened, right? When you light a candle or you light a lamp, that means now there is, uh, there's enlightenment, right? It's been lit, uh, he doesn't put it in a secret place, neither under a bushel, but on a candlestick. That word candlestick, there is a lampstand. So he says no one lights a lamp and then hides it, right? But instead puts the, lamp, the, the light, it says, or the lamp that is lit now on the lampstand, right? That which is lit, then he says he puts it on a lampstand. And, and the reason why he says he puts it on a lampstand is that... Um, that they which, when, they, uh, when anyone comes in, that they may see the light, the light of the lamp, right? Um, and um, so, so we said a candle, right, is the same thing as what it's using here, the word lamp or light, which is used interchangeably in different translations, right? But, but a candle is a lamp, right? Um, in verse, uh, in, in Ephesians chapter 1, just so you can see the, the correlation between what we just read in Ephesians chapter 1, it says that, uh, that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. So, so one of the things that verse number 34 there says is that the light of the body is the eye, or you can say the lamp 
of the body is the eye. So, so the, the place through which uh, light comes in is through your eye, right? Now, the interesting thing of what he's, what the, the, or the point that he's making there is about seeing, right? In other words, you, you seeing, right, or having what he calls there a good eye, right? But you seeing is what allows light to come into you, right? Or, or to, to translate it a little bit more, and we'll get into that a little bit later, for the glory of God to be able to come in, right? For the light to be in you. Right for for Christ to come into you, right? It, it comes in through your seeing, right? So obviously, r- real simply, the Lord says that faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In in many places in the Bible, you see that hearing and seeing, and we'll read it in a little bit. Hearing and seeing is interchangeable, right? If you can see, right? And Isaiah he said that that they seeing. They, they don't see and hearing they don't hear. So it's making reference to they don't, they don't know him. They can't see him. They can't hear him, right? So seeing and hearing is, is synonymous in many, many places, right? So when he says that the lamp of the body is the eye or the light of the body is the eye or the candle of the body is the eye, what he's speaking to there is that, that the way that light, that you're enlightened, right? Like in Ephesians chapter 1, Ephesians chapter 118 says, says um, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. In other words, the, your, 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 your eyes or your understanding or your seeing being enlightened, right? Um, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know, that you may, that you may know, right? So there is, there is a glory that we receive when we first see uh christ uh crucified right in other words when you when you have come to a place where your faith in jesus is assured of what he's done for you right you receive you receive the glory of god you receive the spirit of god you're you're glorified right you receive the spirit of god you receive jesus into you right you're glorified you the father and the son come to make their home in you right so you have the glory of god on the inside of you that that glory that is in you inside of you right is not a light that is meant to be like hid and not uh not continue in the seeing in order to bring further light or enlightenment to your mind right in other words but but instead it's put on a lampstand right so the light the glory of god in you is placed on a lampstand right so your whole body then is full of light your whole body is full of light, but there needs to be a further enlightenment of your mind. In other words, the, that the light that is in you, right, that the light that is in you would light you up fully. Would, and we'll get there in a second. You'll see these things written, right? But that the light that you have in you or the glory that you have in you, the, that the knowledge of Christ that you have in you, right, would spread completely into your mind and renew your mind fully, to the glory that you have in you, right? Renew your mind fully to the glory that you have in you. In, again, in Ephesians chapter 1, he says, The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. So you know that, that Jesus on the inside of us, the light that is talking about, the, the manifestation, right? The revealing that is talking about, that light in you, is intended to give revelation, right? It's, it's put on a lampstand in order to reveal to your mind and heart, right? To bring light to your mind, to enlighten your mind. So that light in you is not just there to, to just be, to, to be hidden, to be squashed, to be pushed, right? But your, your whole body, the, the Bible says, is full of light, and that, and that that light is intended to come and for you to continue in that knowledge the, that you, the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened so that your whole, so that your whole being is full of light, right? In other words, the eye, the, your mind obviously being then fully renewed at that point, right, would be, would be everything full of light. Um, in, in Luke chapter 11 and verse number 33, let's read that again. Luke eleven thirty three. It says, "No man, when he has lighted a candle, in other words, when 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 his eyes have been enlightened, right? When he has received the glory of God by knowing Jesus, puts uh, puts it in a secret place or hides that light, neither under a bushel but on a candlestick, meaning puts it on a lampstand, that they which come in may see the light, which is 
the same thing that he says in Ephesians 1.18, he says, so that you may know. So that it's put on a lampstand, right? So that everyone who comes in may see, may see it. In other words, it's put on a lampstand so that you will, so that you would know, right? So that you would know. It's, it's we, we um, well, I'll leave that right there. If we can jump over to Revelation 23, 21, 23, sorry. Revelation 21, 23. Just so we can just look a little bit more so at the light, right? Like what is the light, right? Revelation 21, 23 says, uh, And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon, to shine in it. Now, now that's an interesting way that he puts it, right? Because he, he doesn't just say that the city had no need of a sun or the moon to shine on it. But he says, he says, the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it, is what he says, right? To shine in it. So, so the light that he's saying we have no need of anymore is the light, right, that shines in us, he says, right? He says, he says and the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it. For the glory of God did light it up. In other words, so, so when we were reading before in Luke chapter 11, when, when he says, no man when he has lit a lamp, right? No, no man when he has lit a lamp. He said, it's the glory of God that does light it. And the lamb is the light thereof, right? And the lamb is the light thereof. So the glory of God that we have received, right, is, is what, um, and you can say this both ways, the glory of God that we have received is how, uh, is how the lamp is lit. In other words, it's the light that we have received. And, and the glory of God, right, is the lamb. Christ is the glory of God, right? Christ is the glory of God. In, in, I'll just read this to you quickly. We don't have to go there. 2 Corinthians 4, 6 says, For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts, right? Has shined in our hearts to give the light, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God, right? In the face of Jesus Christ has given us, has given the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ, right? Let me read that to you one more time. Second Corinthians 4, 6 says, for God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, right? To bring to bring the knowledge of Christ where there was no knowledge of, of him, right? Where there was no, no, no knowledge of Jesus. He says, he says, uh, has shined in our hearts to give the light, which is understanding, right? He's shined in our hearts. That means he has enlightened our understanding, has shined in our hearts to give the light of what? So what is, what, what is that revealing, right? What is that knowledge? Because there's a lot of things that people talk about that God has given me revelation of something, but the revelation that God has given you always, in other words, the thing that God is uncovering to your mind is that which you already possess, right? We, we, we have on the inside of us this thing called the mind of Christ, right? And we have, we have that mind of Christ, right? Because we have the Father and the Son living on the inside of us. So we have inside of us, right, a spirit that knows all things, right? And, and, and the, that, the, that full knowledge that we have on the inside of us is able to give that full knowledge, right, to our minds and to our hearts. So, so the glory of God that is in us, right is desiring or that that glorification that we possess is desiring to give that same light to our mind right to completely renew it you could almost say almost to, to glorify your mind as well right and and your body right because ultimately the, the as your mind for you know for just a different way of saying it this morning right as your mind is glorified as your mind is renewed as your mind becomes as 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 you are inside in your spirit right so then your body right it receives from that same glory that is inside of you. So in, in Revelation 21, uh, 23, if we can go back there again, Revelation 21, 23, it says, And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon, to shine in it, to shine in it, for the glory of God did lighten it, or the, the glory of God is what lit it, right? And the Lamb is the light thereof, right? In, so you know, why is it that it seems like it's using those things simultaneously the glory of god and the lamb it says the glory of god is what lights it and the lamb is the light right so we are in what what is it that god is wanting to enlighten the church to 
right? It's Jesus Christ. It is just, it's just the, the testifying of Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's why Paul, when he, when he prays in Ephesians chapter 1, he prays for those that have faith in Jesus, for those that they, he sees the, the love towards the brethren in, he says that you would receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation, that you would receive it. Right? But you ever wonder, like, if he's talking to people that know the Lord, why is he saying that they would receive it, right? Because it, it needs, it, the light that we have in us is put upon a lampstand, and it needs to be received up into your mind and heart. In other words, that they might know that they would receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation, but not just any wisdom and not just any revelation, right? Not, 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 the, not the wisdom which is a fruit of knowing Jesus, right? But he's saying the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, in the knowledge of him, that you would be able to know. You see, the, the lampstand is so that you would know, so that the, the light that is in you would, be, would give light to hear, right? So that you would know him here. So he gives, he's glorified, he's put that glory in you, and he wants that glory to be up in your mind, to renew your, your mind and heart, to be able to see, or we, we've also heard it this way, right? To see or to behold the glory of God as in a mirror, right? To see or to behold the glory of God as in a mirror. So the glory that you have in you, the light that is in you, is put upon a lampstand so that you would what? So that you would be able to see, you can know. So, so it's not any and any wisdom or any knowledge that the Lord wants us to know, it's the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ, right? The knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So, so you can see why when he says glory of God and he talks about the lamb, right? The lamb, the, when you behold the lamb, you are beholding, right? He is, he, he is the, the image of the glory of God, right? If you're beholding Christ, you're seeing God's glory, right? So, so, so in Revelation 21, 23, again, he says, and the city had no need of sun, neither of the moon to shine in it for the glory of God did lighten it and the lamb is the light thereof right that's why we're told and we're taught obviously right so that um that 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 glory of God would shine in our hearts to give light right the glory of God would shine in our hearts to give light in um in Ephesians chapter 5 let's let's talk about this a little bit more Ephesians chapter 5, when we talked about Christ being that light, right? He said, but all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light, right? But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light, for whatsoever does make manifest is light, right? So here he's talking about, obviously, right, that light, light is that which makes manifest. In other words, when, when something is enlightened, that means it's revealed unto it, right? It can see it, right? So, so the one that told us that he would reveal himself or lighten himself to us is Christ, right? He said, I will reveal myself to you. So here he says, he says, uh, for whatsoever does make manifest is light. Verse 14 says, wherefore he says, awake thou uh, that sleep and arise from the dead and Christ shall give thee light right when you when you awake out of sleep right when you when you begin to see when you begin to perceive right the the eye is the lamp for the body in other words the way light comes into you the way you receive salvation the way you receive christ the way you receive the glory of god is by seeing right and so faith comes by seeing and seeing faith comes by seeing and seeing the same way faith comes by hearing and hearing right so here he says he says that that um that when you awake out of sleep he says arise from the dead and christ will give thee light right so in other words the the salvation that we have received has come to us through the knowledge of the glory of God, right, which is in the face of Jesus Christ. And as you behold the glory of God, even at first, right, as you were coming to know Jesus at first before we're even saved, you come to an assurance of faith and you receive that glory on the inside of you. Now that light in you, the glory of God that is in you, is, is put on a lampstand. It's put it, it, it's, it's, it's in you for the purposes of you being enlightened, for you, for you being, you know, a better way to say it, it's put in you to come out, right? And the first place it comes out from inside of you is to your mind, and the second place it comes out to you is to your body, and from your body also it, it comes out, right, and affects the lives of other people, affects the planet, affects the things around you, right? But, but the, so all of that coming from the knowledge, right? There is a day coming where it says that the knowledge 
of the Lord will fill the earth, right? Now, you have also read that it says that the glory of God will fill the earth. Well, which is it? The glory of God is going to fill the earth or the knowledge of Christ will fill the earth? Well, the knowledge of Christ filling the earth, right, will bring with it the glory of God because it is the knowledge of Christ and him crucified. It is the knowledge of the Lamb, right, which is the glory of God. So when, when you have, as you grow in the knowledge of the Lamb of God, right, meaning uh, Christ and him crucified, as you grow in that knowledge, right, you also are being enlightened. So in other words, you, you, you're receiving the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, right? You're receiving the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation in the knowledge of him. Um, obviously, a lot of you know uh, this verse, right, uh, 2 Corinthians 3.18, 2 Corinthians 3.18, right? You can kind of tie that with Revelation 21 that we were just reading, but 2 Corinthians 3.18, but we all with open face, beholding as in a glass or in a mirror the glory of the Lord, what happens? When, you're, when your mind is renewed or your mind is lit, you're changed into the same image. From what? From glory to glory. Why? Because you're beholding the spirit, of, you're beholding the glory of God, right? So the more you behold that glory, you're changed or transformed into that same image. The same, what, what, the same what image? The glory of God that is in you that's placed on a lampstand in order to light your mind, right? So, so it is as that occurs, right, that what happens? Your mind is renewed and it begins to affect what? Your body, right? Your body. Um, but we all with open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory even as by the spirit of the Lord the reason why it's so cool to see that even as by the spirit of the Lord because you see that in in um in uh in many places in scripture the the glory of God is also used synonymously of the Holy Spirit living in you, right? Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father. Even so, right, we, we have been raised up from the dead by the same glory, by the Spirit of God, right? But, but the, the context here, it says that you're changing to the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord, is because that transformation that's happening, right, is, by, is, is as by the glory that is in you. Right. In other words, by the spirit that is on the inside of you. So you see a lot of things used synonymously there. Right. The spirit of God, um, the glory of God, the, the lamb of God is that light, that glory. Right. But obviously it's the spirit of Christ that we have in us anyway. But um, but it's good. So as you behold, as you behold that glory or as your eye continues to be good. Right. There, there is an eye that is good and then an eye that is evil. I, I think the word in King James actually says, is it simple? or single single uh luke eleven thirty four says if your eye is single now I, I don't know entirely the you know that the the entire word of that i mean there, there's some assumptions that i could make there for single but what, the one thing you do know is that your eye be a, being single is good right because it's in contrast to an evil eye so it says if your eye is single or if your eye is evil so you do know that the eye is good right so a good eye is an eye that lets in light right a good eye is a guy a, a light that lets in uh an eye sorry that lets in light and and you know the light that it's talking about is is the 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 lamb right it says the lamb is the light so it's talking about the knowledge of christ so a good eye lets in the knowledge of jesus a good eye lets in the knowledge of jesus and and what does that do right it 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 the from from the light that is in you the glory that is on the inside of you that revelation of jesus is it lets it into your mind it's the same thing as saying hearing right we, we talk about it all the time like acknowledging every good thing that is in you in christ jesus right so you're acknowledging the glory that you have on the inside of you and and that what we want to do is that we want to hear right we want to listen and as you listen right faith comes it's it's the exact same thing he's saying there right that as you behold the glory of the lord as in a mirror as you as your eye is good right it receives it receives light but watch now it says in in, in luke 30 in luke 11 30 well let's read from 34 luke eleven thirty four. the light right or you could say there the candle or the lamp of the body is the eye right the light of the body is the eye it says uh therefore when your eye is single or when you have a good eye right when your eye is single your whole body is full of light 
Now, isn't that a cool thing to understand, though, that your whole body is full of light? Like, you, you are all full of light. And in you, on the inside of you, th there is no darkness, right? Because you've received the glory of God. But you know, though, that in your mind, it, your mind still needs to be renewed. In other words, your mind still needs to be fully enlightened. Your, your mind still needs to know completely, right? Your mind still needs to know completely. And he addresses that. It says... Um, your whole body is also full of light. But when, you're, when your eye is evil, your body is full of darkness, it says. When your eye is evil, your body is full of darkness. So, so th that, that goes along also when the Lord talks about, like, because of the ignorance that it's in them, that people are alienated from the life of God. People are alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance or because of the darkness that is in them, right? So, so when you're, when, it, it's, it's a cool thing. It says, it, it doesn't say that they're alienated from the light of God. It says they're alienated from the life of God. Well, the funny thing is the light of God is also, is also called the light of life, right? And we probably won't have time to go into all that, but it's also called the light of life, Right? So in other words, when, you, when, when the eyes of your understanding are enlightened, there is never a time that you know Christ more, that you also are not receiving more of the life of God in you. Right? You have the eternal life of God on the inside of you. And the more that, you, that your eye, the eyes of your understanding are enlightened, the more and more that you become a partaker right, of the glory of God that's on the inside of you. You become a partaker of that life on the inside of you. Right. So he says... Um, um, if it says if your eye, if your eye is evil, let me see where that is. Um, yeah. So in the latter part of verse number thirty-four, it says, "But when your eye is evil, the body also is full of darkness." Right. So when there is when there is light, when there is revelation of Christ, right, then there is understanding. Right. There is there is. Uh, the knowledge of Christ and him crucified and what he's done and what he's provided for you and who he's made you, right? So that's profitable. When, 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 when quote-unquote, the light that you have is not the knowledge of Jesus, right, but some other knowledge, right? It says actually that how great, it says, is that darkness or how, how deep is that darkness because if the light that you think you have if the knowledge that you think you have, if the saving knowledge that you think you have, if the understanding and the wisdom that you think you have is actually darkness, in other words, it's not at all based on Christ and him crucified, just some other knowledge, just some other gospel, right? It says how deep is that, is that, uh, how deep is that darkness? And, and you know what, there's, I, I don't know everything about exactly what that means, but you can kind of get the understanding that when he says how deep or how great is that darkness, because the darkness that you have, you're actually deceived into thinking that it is light, right? You're actually deceived into thinking that it is light. So not only is it not light, not only is it not revelation of what Christ has done, not only is it not salvation unto you, but you're deceived into thinking that it is some sort of salvation, that it is some sort of, some sort of light to, to you, help, salvation, glory to you, right? He says... Um, Verse number 35 is really important. He says, take heed, therefore, in Luke eleven thirty-five, 35, take heed, therefore, that the light which is in you, that the light which is in you be not darkness, right? In other words, that, 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 that what you're, that, that which you're being enlightened to, right, is Christ and him crucified and the glory that would follow, right? But, and that it's not darkness, meaning absent, of the light, that it's not darkness, meaning that it is not apart from Christ, right? That it is not apart from Christ. It says, um, take heed, therefore, it says that the light which is in you, in you be not darkness. Verse 36 says, if your whole body is full of light, right? That because you have a good eye, right? If your whole body is full of light, having no part dark, the whole, including your mind, the whole shall be full of light. And, and, and he, he equates it to, he says, as when the bright shining of a candle, as when the bright shining of a candle or the, the lamp of the body, which is the eye, 
He says, as when the bright shining of a candle does give you light. So, so what he's saying there is that as you behold the glory, of the, as the glory of the Lord as in a mirror, as your mind is renewed, you're changed into the same image from glory to glory. As, as the light that is in you is the revelation of Jesus Christ, as you behold that truth more and more, as you behold the gospel, as you allow the Spirit of God on the inside of you to teach you, right? In other words, saying, saying that the... That that the light in you is set on a lampstand that you may know is the same thing as saying that the Spirit of God is your teacher, right? In other words, if, if the same thing that Paul was saying, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, the light that your mind, right, is enlightened to is coming from the inside of you, right? The light that your mind is enlightened to is coming, right, in, in the case of a believer, is coming from the inside of you. So he says, he, he says, uh, if you if you if you have light in you, in other words, if you have the glory of God on the inside of you, it's cool that he says that the Lord takes that the revelation that you have and he sets it upon a lampstand, right? So that even even though you are full of light, but your mind is not fully renewed, that you would be able to to see, right? That you would be able to receive from the light that is in you. That you would be able to receive, he says, from the light that is in you. Let, let, let me show you something else. Um, in Mark chapter 4, Mark chapter 4, let's go there real quick. Mark 4 and verse number 21. Mark 4, 21. He says, and he said unto them, is a candle bought uh, to be put under a bushel or under a bed? And, and the candle being bought there, that's the same example as he was talking about in Luke 11. So here he's talking about a candle that is lit, Right? Uh, not just a candle that you buy and it's not lit. He's talking about a lit candle. He said, is it bought to be put under a bush or under a bed um, and not to, be, uh, not to be set on a candlestick or not to be set on a lampstand? He said, for there is nothing hid. So right away you see, he all, right away begins talking about when a, lamp, when a lamp is lit, right? That lamp is set on a lampstand in order so that anyone who comes in may see it. But the, the reference there is so that you're in, you, you're in your mind, may be able to fully see, that, like continually see that light. And also, right, by the same token that as you continue to uh, love the Lord, believe him, right? As you continue to love the Lord, which is the same thing as you continuing to see that light. So you also love what your neighbor as yourself. In other words, you also, others also begin to see that light. So you, you're beholding the light of the glory of God as in a mirror, which, which by association ma makes you, right? We are also called the light of the world. And that is because we also give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God, right, to others, right? So not only, not only do we grow in the knowledge of the glory of God that is in us, right, but we also are the light to the world, a light in a dark place, right? We're also a light to the world, but it's the same kind of light. In other words, it's the knowledge of the glory of God. Because you do something nice to someone doesn't mean you're being a light. You, 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 you can't enlighten the eyes of the understanding of somebody else by you doing nice things for them. Doing, showing, you know, being loving, if you will, right, in your actions, right, can show, can show the love that is in you, but it can't help them understand, right? It can't enlighten their mind. W good works cannot enlighten the mind of people. Only the gospel can enlighten the mind of people. So as much as people talk about, you know, they think that, oh, that the, the gospel, you can like live out the gospel. No, the gospel is spoken, right? The, 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 the gospel is in your heart and it's in your mouth, right? The gospel is not in your actions. You can do good works and good works can be done, but good works and the gospel are not the same thing. There is good works and there is the gospel. And, and the good works come as a result of the gospel, the good news, the good works come as a result of the knowledge, right? But they're not the same thing, right? It's not like you can speak the gospel through actions, right? They're two separate things. So he says, uh, for there is nothing hidden, as soon as he begins to say, right, that that lamp is put on a lampstand, he says, for there's nothing hidden that shall not be manifest. The Lord desires for everything that is in us to be fully seen, right? For our mind to be completely renewed to the glory that's on the inside of us, right? Uh, the same way he wants, as we grow in that knowledge, for other people to know, right? So it's the same enlightenment. He wants our mind fully renewed, and he wants the mind of other people to be renewed in the same gospel, in the same truth, right? In the same gospel, in the same truth. 
There's nothing hidden which shall not be manifest, neither anything kept secret, neither anything kept secret, but that it should come abroad, right? I think what it's talking about there is that it should come to light, that it should be known, right? Verse number 23 says, if any man have ears to hear. You see how he's talking about a light? He's talking about a, about a light, and he's talking about seeing that light. He's talking about a revelation of that light. And then he says in verse number 23, if anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. Now watch. He says, and he said unto them, right as he's teaching them about a light is meant to be put, to right, to be a candle is meant to be lit. A candle is meant to be lit and to place on a lampstand. He says in verse number 23, if any man has ears to hear, let him hear. In verse number 24, and he said unto them, take heed what you hear. Take heed what you hear, for with what measure you meet, right? In other words, what you use to measure, which is what he's talking about there is what you see, right? What you see, in other words, being taking heed what you hear is the same thing as taking heed what you see. Take heed what you're beholding. Are you beholding the earth and the things around you and the things that you see with your, eye, with your eyes? Or are you beholding the glory of the Lord as in a mirror, right? When you're beholding the truth of the gospel of who you are, right? It, that, that's the measure that is being measured to you, right? In other words, you're receiving from the glory that is in you because what you're beholding is the glory that is in you. When you behold the glory of the world, right? When you behold the splendor that is in the world, you receive as the world receives, right? But when you, when you, what you're growing in is from the light that is in you, right? Then, then that's the measure that is measured to you, right? In other words, be it unto you according to your faith. Be it unto you according to what you see. Be, be it unto you according to the enlightenment of your mind. Be it unto you according to the spirit of wisdom and revelation that you have received in the knowledge of him, right? Be it unto you. So he's saying, with what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you. And unto you that hear shall more be given, right? Unto you that hear shall more be given. He says, for he that has, to him shall be given. So in other words, watch, to him who has the light of God in him, right? And, and it says, to him, to him that has that light, to him it will abound, right? In other words, if you have the light of God on the inside of you and that light has been placed on a lampstand to, to enlighten your mind, right? It says, to him that has more will be given, right? In other words, as you grow, you, you, because of the faith and the knowledge that you have in Jesus Christ, the knowledge of the glory of God that you possess, you possess the glory of God. And to you that have, more will be given, right? To you that have, more will be given. But it says, um, and he that has not, from him shall be taken even that which he has, right? In other words, they, they lose everything. Without, without the knowledge of the glory of God, without salvation, right, you lose it all, right? Perishing. But here it says it's cool to see that we're full of the light of God. In other words, you possess on the inside of you the, the lampstands, right? The lampstands that have the light of God. The lampstands that, uh, that show forth the glory of God, right? And as you behold that glory, right? As you behold that glory, that's how it's measured to you. That's how you receive. We receive, right? We receive today by growing in the knowledge of the Lord, right? And as, and as is your knowledge of Christ, so is your receiving from the Lord, right? So is your receiving from what you have in you. So it's cool to see that it's the light that is in you that's placed in a, in a, in a position or a place of, like the word that's coming to my mind is like notoriety, but it's like a, a preeminent, that's better, right? It's like a, a, in a preeminent place, it's put on the inside of you. In other words, that the Lord wants, just as in us, right? In us, the, the light of God is preeminent, Right? He wants that same preeminence of the knowledge of the glory of God to be preeminent also in our mind. That just as it's preeminent and it has perfected us in our spirit, right? That it would also be preeminent or perfect in also your mind, right? That your mind would receive the same glory that, of the same glory that you have on the inside of you. And as your mind receives that glory, so does, then is that light or that enlightenment also life to your mortal body, life to your flesh, life to other people, right? Enlightenment to other people and life to them as well, right? Enlightenment to other people and life to them as well. In the, let, let's go real quick. Matthew chapter 13, verse number 10. Matthew 13, 10. 
It says, And the disciples came and said unto him, Why do you speak unto them in parables? And he, and he answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know. Right? In other words, you, you, you've received the light of God, and that light is set on a lampstand. In other words, you've been lit. You have been lit, and that light is set on a lampstand. Why? So that you would know. The light is in you for you to know. The light is in you for you to know. Right? That you would know, it says, the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it's not given. In other words, those that have not, even what they, even what they have will be taken. Right? In other words, what he's saying is, no one can receive anything from God apart from perishing, right? Because they have not seen what? They have not seen the knowledge of the glory of God, which is in the face of Jesus Christ. In other words, the revelation of Christ, the revelation of Jesus. Look, look at what it says. It says, uh, verse number 12, for whosoever has to him shall be given and he shall have, shall have more abundance, he shall have more abundance. So we that have the light of God on the inside of us, it, it'll abound. It'll abound first to our minds, and then it abounds to our body, right? It'll abound to other people, right? It says it'll, it'll abound because you that have the, the glory of God, right? It will, we will, um, your, your mind is renewed, right? Or, and, and you'll be transformed from what? From glory to glory, from beholding or seeing the glory of God, in other words, from enlightenment to enlightenment, from glory to glory, right? That's the same thing. Saying from enlightenment to enlightenment or from, or from glory to glory is because the, the glory is, right, the knowledge of Christ, and that is the lamb is the light, right? In other words, what is on, what's sitting on the lampstand, what's sitting on the lampstand that wants to give light to your mind is the gospel, right? That is the light. It's the gospel. It's not, it's not good works. It's not doing kind things, right? It's, it's, it's the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ, right? Which is the manifestation of God, right? The manifestation of God. It says, for whoever has, to him shall be given, and he shall have an abundance. But whosoever has not, from him shall be taken away even that he has. Therefore, he says in verse 13, speak I to them in parables, because they, here he goes now with with seeing seeing they seeing see not and hearing they hear not neither do they understand so you see that understanding seeing and hearing are all the same thing right understanding hearing and seeing they're all the same thing verse number 14 says and in them is fulfilled the prophecy of isaiah which says by hearing you shall hear and shall not understand and by seeing you shall see and not perceive so people that hear but don't hear and people that see but don't see it are people that don't understand so you're seeing but you don't understand you're hearing but you don't understand therefore there is no knowledge of christ therefore there is no faith therefore the light that is in them is actually darkness it's not light at all in other words it's not nothing that they know that they possess is based on the savior nothing that they have and they know is based on the lamb of god therefore the only thing that's in them is just darkness, which means it's just ignorance. And because of that ignorance, right, people are, are separated or alienated from the life of God because they're alienated from the light of God, right? If the Lamb, if the lamb of God is the light, right, and they're ignorant to that light, they can't see the light, right, then, then they're alienated from the life, right, because the, the, the light is life unto us, right? The light is life unto us. Right, I know that's a lot of synonyms, but I think you guys are getting it. Um, uh, in verse number, where am I? Verse number 14. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which says, By hearing you shall hear and not understand, and seeing you shall see and not perceive. Verse 15, for this people's heart, their mind, their heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes, they have closed, right? Their eyes have closed. When you, when you, when you don't, um, when a person is spoken the gospel to and they close their eyes to the gospel or they close their ears right when Stephen was speaking when speaking to them about the Lord and all they could do was just shut their ears and run at him right what they were doing was they were shutting their ears right they were shutting their ears to the gospel or they were closing their eyes to the light of God right they, they didn't want to hear it anymore they, they refused to see right um 
Verse 15, for this people's heart is waxed gross and their eyes are dull of hearing and their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their heart and should be converted and I should heal them. So you see that, right? It, when you see, when you see, right? When you see, you receive from the life of God. You receive from the glory of God, but you receive from the life of God. So he says that they would, they're also healed, right? Like Now, I don't know there if... Precisely that word heal them is talking about physical healing, right? Um, but if that is correct, right, it still doesn't, I mean, obviously it substantiates the point that you receive life unto your mortal body. But even if that is a different type of healing, obviously we do know that as you see, right, you, not only can it give life to your mortal body, as it said in Romans, but you can, such as you have, right, you can give, right? Such as you have, you can give unto another and see life come into their bodies as well. Verse number uh, 16, he said, blessed are your eyes, right? Blessed are your eyes. So you know that you have blessed eyes because you have a good eye. In other words, you have an eye that has seen, right, and you have received the glory of God. And that glory that is in you, the light that is in you, has been placed on a lampstand for you to completely see, right, and then for others to see. But it says that you're blessed because your eyes are good, right? But blessed are your eyes. And, and I think, you know what, th th there, there's a reference there, right, Every Christian that has seen is blessed, right? But there is something very unique and very beautiful about this church, right? That not only have we seen, but we have continued, we have continued to grow in the knowledge of the light that is in us, right? And, and then work, right, to speak to others that have faith in the same Christ, in the same Lord that we do, to tell them that they, they should be continuing to receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge, right, of the glory that they have resident on the inside of each and every single one of them, right? That they would be able to see, that they would be, that their eyes would continue to do the good work, right? That they would continue in that good work, that their eye would continue good, that they, their mind would continually be renewed, not just to any old thing, not just to anything that seems good, but to renewed to the knowledge that is in them, right? To be renewed to what they have already received, right? To, to be renewed to that which is good, right? Blessed are your eyes, for they see and your ears because they hear. Blessed eyes and blessed ears, right? People that see and people that hear, right? And then you continue in that blessedness, right? You continue in that blessedness, quote unquote, right? As you continue to hear and continue to see. But that we don't, we don't allow our hearing or our seeing to grow dull, right? That, that, that just because of the things that are happening in the world, you allow the stuff that's going on to dull your hearing or to dull your seeing, but just all the more, while it is called today, right, that we would all the more continue to hear and to see, right, to, to continue to receive that same wisdom and that same understanding, right, by, just as by the Spirit of God from the same glory that is in us, right, that we would receive of that same glory in our heart and our mind. He said, blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. Verse 17, for really I say to you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see the things that you see and have not seen them, or to hear the things which you hear and have not heard them, right? I mean, when you, when you think of this, think of this, every, every Sunday and every Wednesday that we come together, when you are in your home, right, and you continue to be further trained by the Spirit of God and He continues to teach you, right, you continue to receive teaching from the Spirit of God in you to be able to know, you, you, you're walking, you're walking in that light, right, you're walking in that blessedness, you're not walking in darkness, right, you're not walking in darkness, but you're walking in, in the light, that's why the, the Lord talks about walking in the Spirit, right? You're walking in the light of the knowledge of the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. In other words, it is in, in Christ that, that, that the glory of God is seen. That, what, that's what it means to behold the glory of, the God, of God is to know Jesus, right? When you're beholding the glory of God, it's the same way as knowing Jesus. If you're knowing Jesus, then you're, you're growing in the knowledge of the glory of God, right? Um, as, as we do that, we... We continue to walk in the blessedness that has been 
prepared for us to walk in, and then we also help other people walk in that same way, right? Because Christians ought to be walking in the same blessedness that we walk in, right? Not walking like Brother Matthew was saying, walking in confusion, walking without discernment, walking without knowing, walking as people that are blind even though they have good eyes, right? Can you imagine walking, having good eyes to be able to see, but then for some reason putting on these external shades that black out your seeing, right? Right? We should, we should, we should awake from whatever, whatever wooziness we've gotten into, right? And, and look, like behold, like you have good eyes to see and you're full of light on the inside. There's nothing that you're missing, right? We're not missing, we're not lacking power in us. We're not lacking glory in us. We're not missing revelation in us. We're not missing a teacher. We're not missing anything. I mean, it's the, the light of God, the, the glory of God is placed, is placed um, preeminent on the inside of you for the purpose of you knowing, right? So in other words, you, you have all the spirit of God on the inside of you ready and willing to teach you anytime that you want to learn, anytime that you want to see, right? So he's, he's placed preeminently in your life, having, having dominion over your body, your heart being his, right? That he could, he could teach and bring things to your remembrance, right? In other words, you have received the spirit of God that you may know. You have received the glory of God that you may know, right? We should, we should, it's not just even about us continually taking advantage of this, right? But it's helping other people take advantage of the same. Like they have to know. They have to know that they, they are well able to take advantage, right? They, they have already received everything and they should be encouraged, right? To take advantage of what they have already received, right? They need to know that, right? But if we, if we walk around like the more and more experience that you have in the world or the way that you grow more and more in the way the world works, you grow more and more asleep like they are, right? Like we're not, we're growing, we don't want to grow the wrong way, right? You, you don't want to grow, you don't want to grow more and more in the knowledge of darkness, right? Which, which things aren't even to be spoken of, right? They, they don't have to be swirling around in our mind the way death works in the world and the way the way there's such lack of knowledge of christ and all these things we're not to walk in that stuff right in the and we're not we're not not only are we not to walk in it but we're not even to be distracted by it right in other words regardless of what's going on in the world no matter how severe it may seem to people that are outside or, or part of this world right we shouldn't allow that to distract us from it right because it is it is from us being able to have continue to have a good eye or from us being able to continue to walk in that same light that we can be a light to them right but if 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 we that are the light of the world right are walking and talking like they talk and distracted just like they're all distracted right then how can how can we give them of the light how can we help them to be able to see right if if we're walking around as though we're blind but yet with eyes that are good, right? We have eyes that are good. We have the glory of God in us. We have every single advantage, every single advantage. To read just verse 17 again, for really I say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see the things that you see and have not seen them and to hear the things which you hear and have not heard them, right? That there is, it's such a privilege to be, not just to be who we are, but to know what we know, Right? We, we, like we, we've received all privilege we have everything in us but how privileged are you how blessed are you right when you know it right because you're already blessed but how cool is it to know that you're blessed right because you could be blessed and not know that you're blessed and that's not very advantageous for right now right i mean it's very advantageous when you know fully but it's not very advantageous when you don't know right but when you encourage those that are blessed to know that they are, to, to let them know that they can see, they can see the glory that they possess and their mind be as glorified as they are, right? In other words, that, they, that light could fill them fully, right? That light could fill their mind fully. That light and life could fill their body fully, right? That light and life could fill and affect other people fully, right? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Um, just look real quick, uh, and, and I'll wrap up here. Um, well, might as well. In, in, in John 6, 68, let, let's read like a few verses and then we're done. 
John 6, 68, it says, But Simon Peter answered him, Lord, um, to whom shall we go? He says, you have the words of eternal life, right? That, that is the same thing as saying you have the words of life, right? The words of life are the words, right, that are heard, right? The words that are heard that give you life. The same thing as saying the words that are heard or the words that are seen that give you light, right? Because light is life, right? The light of life, Scripture calls it, right? The light of life. So, so he says, where, where would we go? He says, he says you're, you're the only one that's speaking to us, right? The words that, that have given us eternal life, right? And the more that we hear you, the more that it is life, right? Health to our flesh and to our bones, right? In other words, the, the gospel is to you health, right? The gospel is to you wealth, to your, to your flesh and to your bones. It is to you. Why? Because as, as you are enlightened, so you receive. So, so it's not just, a, it's, it's not, the Lord is so good. It's not just that he wants you to know him more, but that he knows how profitable it is to you, to us, right, when we know him more. It, it's, the words of life are the same way as saying the, the, the gospel that gives us light or enlightens the eyes of our understanding, right? Gives us life. He said, to whom, where, where we go? Where, where else? I mean, you, you that are hearing this right now, what other church would you need to go to? I know that there's lots of churches, but, but the only reason to ever leave a church, right? The, the only reason to ever stop listening, right, to to a church that's ministering to you is if you no longer are hearing that gospel, right? If you're not hearing it and they're refusing to speak it, then leave, right? But, but when you're hearing, when you continue to hear of the blessedness that you possess, when you continue to hear how blessed you are, right? We, we should just stay put and then keep growing, right? Stay put and keep growing. Stay put and keep growing in the same knowledge. Um, 2 Timothy 1.10, 2 Timothy... 110, 2 Timothy 110, but, but has now been revealed, right, or enlightened, but has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light by what? Through the gospel, right? Life and immortality, life and immortality are brought to light or enlightened in your mind through what? Through the seeing of the gospel through seeing the good news about what Jesus Christ has done. What is it that is revealed to your mind? Life and immortality, right? Life and immortality, right? When those, when immortality is revealed unto your mind, guess, guess why your body prospers from life, right? Your immortality is being revealed to you. In other words, the, the complete absence of death, the complete um, loss of dominion of death over your body right, providing you the ability to live on forever, no longer as mortal, but as immortal. The gospel, the truth about what Jesus has done, brings to light, reveals immortality to you, right? The church doesn't know that, right? It reads it and it says it agrees with it, but doesn't realize what that means, right? It's, when Paul says the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, one of the things that he wanted the, the, the eyes of the Ephesians to be enlightened to was to immortality because that is one of the things that you, that you learn when you behold the glory of the Lord as in a mirror. Immortality is one of those things, right? What happens when you know immortality, right? You receive according to the same measure by which you meet, right? You receive according to the same measure by which you measure, Right? The, way, the same way you measure, it's measured to you, right? If you see immortality, guess what you receive? Immortality, right? You measure immortality, you receive immortality. By the same measure that you meet, it's measured back to you. By, let, be it unto you according to your faith, right? If you have knowledge of Christ, right, about his immortality, therefore your immortality, then you receive of that same immortality, right? In, uh, to close it up here... Um, Two verses and we're done. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17, and John 8, we're going to read, 8, 12. Ephesians 4, 17, and John 8, 12. So first, Ephesians 4, 17. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk. Right? You hear that? That we, we shouldn't walk that way. But it's, it's not just a correction to say, listen, like, 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 wake up, come on, stop walking, or stop doing that. 
what, the reason why he tells us that is that when he says, don't walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind. Because he's saying when you walk in the futility of your mind, it's measured to you according to the same vanity or futility that you're beholding. If all that you know how to look at is the futility and the emptiness and the, of the knowledge of Christ that's in this earth, right? That's how, you, that's how you're measuring it to yourself. In other words, you're not growing in the knowledge of Christ that is measured to you in immortality and life. Instead, what you're beholding is death and decay, right? H- how can we not grow in death and decay when that's all that you see, right? But he's saying don't walk like the rest of the Gentiles. Walk in the futility of their mind, right? The absence and the vanity and, and empty and, and emptiness. But he says having their understanding darkened. Not, not just that their understanding is darkened, that their understanding continually gets emphasized with more and more darkness, right? Their understanding is having their understanding darkened, right? Their understanding is being darkened more and more and more, right? As you, do, as you continue to grow in the knowledge of the world and continue to close your eyes to the gospel, right? Obviously, not us who know him, but if people that are not saved continue to close their eyes to the gospel, obviously, life and immortality is not going to be something they'll receive from God. Obviously, they can't receive anything from God, right? But your receiving from God comes from where? From having a candle that is lit, right? From having the glory of God in you, from having that glory that is in you, that light that is in you put on a lampstand, right? Preeminent on the inside of you so it can be preeminent in your mind, right? Um, understanding darkened and then by connection because of that where it says in verse 18 having their understanding darkened if your eyes are darkened or your eyes are closed to jesus so is your receiving closed or prohibited from the life of god being alienated from the life of god because of what because of the ignorance which is the same thing as saying because of the darkness that is in them because of the blindness of their heart but but turn that completely around right if our eyes are good and our eyes are not, uh, are not darkened, and our eyes are, that means that we're not alienated from the life of God. That means that, that we, we, don't, we don't have to walk in ignorance, right? But we can walk in wisdom and revelation of Christ. It says, because of the seeing of our heart, not the blindness of our heart, but because we are those that see. That, that, see, Isaiah was not prophesying about us when he said that seeing, they see. Isaiah was prophesying about those that refuse to accept the truth when, they, when he said seeing, they do not see. So, so it's not about what God, what, what we lose, it's about what we're gaining, right? The, 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 nothing is being taken from us that is good. Instead, he's, right, what we're receiving is everything that we have on the inside of us is that which is good. We have received every good and every perfect gift from the Lord, right? He desires us to be able to see that. We're going to close right here in John 8, 12. Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, he said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life, right? Light is called there the light of life. In other words, the manifestation of the revelation that gives life. So he says, if you follow me, right, we, we that know the Lord, right, we that know the Lord, as you continue to behold that glory, right, you follow the Lord you follow the Lord into, right, um, into life, right? That, that's the, 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 that which is being revealed to you by the knowledge that you're growing in is life and immortality, right? So, so we, we enter into everything that he has entered into, right? We enter into everything that he has entered into, right? So, so it's good to see, you know what, stopping right here, that, that the, the light, you know, the... the the glory that we have received, God has made it to be shown off to our mind, right? He wants it to be seen in our mind. So he put, makes, puts it in a, and I keep using that word, hopefully that's the right word, right? I keep saying preeminent, but, but just in case that is the wrong word, the, the picture that I have in my mind of that word preeminent is that it's, it's put in a very prominent place, right? It's, it's put in a place for all to see, but the all to see that he wants to see first is you, right? You, you're the all first that he wants to see. He wants you to be able to see that light, right? And, and, and then the light, you know, when, when you, little, you know, little children in Sunday school talk about, you know, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Hopefully the understanding is there that the church has is that the light that you're showing is the gospel, right? That is the light, you know, th- this church has become, right, a, a light in, in, it, in, in its fullest 
meaning, right? Because it's not just that we exist and, and you know, every once in a while we, we hit it right by preaching something that makes a little bit of sense according to Christ, right? It's that on a regular basis, more and more and more, we're hit it, we hit it right over and over and over again. It's not that every single thing that's said from here is perfect in every single way, but, but the thing that you're getting right is the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. In other words, what we're getting right is the, is the most critical and the most important of all things, right? Which is to be able to help the world be able to see the glory that they live in, the light that they are full of, right? The glory that they are full of on the inside that God desires for that light, that prominent light that is on the inside of them to be very prominent in their minds and in their hearts, right? You know, I, I see more than ever before why Paul would pray for people that he can see uh, love God for people that he can see that love their neighbors. He says, I want you to continue to receive, right, from the spirit that is in you, from the glory that's on the inside of you. I want you to continue to receive, right, wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. Like, keep growing. Don't stop. Like, this is not a time to start slowing down and looking more like the world and thinking more like the world. And it's all, look at all that I was missing. You, you, you're missing it. <laughs> You, 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 when you think you're not missing it, that you're actually being acquainted more and more with the world and you're getting the way the world works, you're not growing in any way that's profitable to you. You're actually going the opposite way, right? We, we don't have to grow in... We don't have to grow in the world. The world needs to grow in what you have. It needs to work the exact opposite, right? It's not about you separating yourself from the world, right? Because we're in the world for the world to be able to know. But, if, but if, if, if you can get to a point where your mouth can be shut, you cannot be a light with a closed mouth, right? There's no such thing. You, you, you are not the light of the world with your mouth closed. You, you can think that you're trying to do something that is showing the love of God, but you can't show the love of God without manifesting Christ, right? Showing, showing the love of God is not actions, right? Actions are a fruit of the knowledge of Christ, right? So you can show people your fruitfulness, right? But you're not showing your light, right? The light that is in you is the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. To show your light, you have to open your mouth, right? And the Lord will fill that mouth and he will speak life to other people. So, so you can be kind to people. That's a fruit of the Spirit. Kindness is something that we should show forth, right? And we will show forth, I should say, right? We will show forth as we know. But, but don't get your mind mixed up into thinking that, oh, I'm showing my light or I'm showing Jesus. Well, you, you may be showing a fruit of Jesus, but you're not showing light, right? Light is, 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 is manifesting, manifesting Christ, right? Manifesting the knowledge of Jesus, right? We hope you enjoyed this message from Reformed Church. If you have, please share this with someone else and help us get this unpopular message to the world. If you'd like to support Reformed Church, you can do so at reforminus.com give. Also on our website, you can take advantage of our free messages, articles, and even full discipleship courses. Start reforming your mind now at reforminus.com.